Yellow. Hello, bronze. <laughs> it caught me by surprise I was trying to text you I just started a new one maybe that one will work <laughs> I know it was just not happening huh but yeah that's yeah nice we got it working cool that's life no yeah you, you, you hope it goes one way and then it surprises you and you have to get creative yeah <laughs> Cool. So today uh, we're going to talk about the way that caring about what others think of you really has. But I want to start with that you've been talking a lot about the things that we do to prove our worth. And really it's to prove our worth to ourselves because other people don't know that that's the secret agenda. Yeah. And that could come in so many packages whether it's you know getting dolled up putting nice clothes on or makeup or or having to work really hard or doing nice things for other people and I think that because we tend to not look deep into it it's easy to think oh no but I love doing those things I I do those things because I like it at least that was my experience of it um And recently, I got a new job, and I was really excited about it. And you know how for the past, I don't know, it seems like forever, definitely longer than a year. I've been, you know, after getting, like, a wonderful job, and I've just had a lot of uh, situations where where my hopes were really up. Yeah. And then I got disappointed. And... So whether I like it or not, that created like the trauma of I'm not good enough, you know, like there, there's something wrong here. And it's probably with me because the common de- denominator is me. Yeah. That, whether it's not working on their end or my end. But but yeah, usually it just seemed like I like my work exactly that I was. My worth needed to come from them either because. I wanted to get paid a certain amount and they just didn't want to pay me that or I gave 110% and somehow like it wasn't good enough or they thought I was doing something else or there was some confusion about it. Um, But definitely the weight of my self-worth was very, very heavy. And so in getting this new job and being excited about it, oh, I, I right away took on a million projects of of ways that I can, you know, improve the flow of the kitchen and standardize things. And, and I asked everybody for their opinions. And I like was very quick to implement what they said. And I gave everybody a million compliments. And oh, it was like, and while I was living it, I thought, this is just me. You know, like I'm high energy. I'm just finally fulfilling the role that I've been yearning for. Yeah. Little did I realize (laughs) that I was on overdrive because really I was afraid that that I wasn't going to be good enough and I had to prove my worth. And how that really came out was because one of my coworkers, I started getting this like, feeling that he didn't like me Uh and you know because I've been listening to uh 
some spiritual books and reading books and and we're always on that one yeah the psych the psychology and spirituality so I'm always doing work on myself so of course as the feeling came up of of being worried about it I I would like hush it down and I'd be like oh you know you it's not personal you always say it's not personal and it isn't he barely knows you I mean you know he seems like this and that type of person and you know so you're obviously just not vibing and it just it's it's natural that you know, people are going to be on different vibes. And also that this is that everything's constantly changing. So there, there was always that conversation, which I just started listening to the mastery of self. And he talks about like the, the voice in your head, that's like mean and, and ugly is the parasite. And the one that's always trying to, you know, make the situation better is the ally. So definitely the, the (laughs) ally voice, was a lot stronger but what was really left was the feeling in my body right which the feeling in my body was that there was fear creeping in it was like you know like this darkness creeping in and and the ally kept trying to like water down the fire but but it wasn't turning out yeah um so what it made me really look at was the behavior that I was having and realizing like man I'm exerting all of this energy with this, I guess, subconscious expectation that are mm-hmm. just like this phone call, you know, life surprises you. We have this expectation that I'm going to send you the link. It's pretty straightforward. You click on the link <laughs> and then you get to the call. But that's just not how life works. Yeah. And so yeah. when we're attached to this result, then there's like that disappointment of, but how could he not like me? I mean, I'm like doing everything that I can to make his job easier. You know, I'm giving him a million compliments. Like, why am I falling short? Yeah. Um, but it really was a liberating moment. And uh, actually, you know, I always talk about how through those difficult times or through darkness or whatever, uh, I get a lot of inspiration, especially to write. And that's when I wrote what I posted, which... I hadn't felt very inspired to write in a while, uh-huh. um, so I was grateful for that. But nonetheless, I ended up having a a resonance repatterning session or re- brain reprogramming session, as you like to call it, because I thought, you know, even though 90% of the time I feel like great, like, why do I feel like I have to put up with this 10% or 15% that's like creeping in with fear? Yeah. You know, so anyway, I had I had the session and the the next day I went to work and I just relaxed and nice. I, I didn't give like a million compliments. I didn't say yay a bunch of times or clap. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I I just did what I was hired to do because before I was like putting in all these extra hours to help them clean up and and, you know, to work hard with them. And I I realized like, hey don't worry about what other people think you you do what you know you're supposed to do which incidentally it's sitting in the office and working on extra projects you know yeah and you know what the result was is that you know everybody's just doing their own thing and I didn't have to carry that story and I was relaxed and honestly so was everybody else (laughs) (laughs) wow Wow, that's 
that's so that's so beautiful right it was i mean as you as you were explaining the story of what you were doing in order to get the result of like acceptance and you know just i i keep imagining what we do it in like our love relationships right we keep like sacrificing who we are in order to maintain either love relationships or friendships you know thinking that at the moment that we get to be ourselves they won't accept us and it goes but right back to that like self-love that that you were talking about you're like you know at the end of the day it's all about you know being being completely good with ourselves from our heart right like knowing that we get to be us with all the colors whatever that is at the moment because we were talking also you know it, it changes right maybe maybe there is some days that you're like pumped up and you're excited and people are doing a really like awesome job and you're getting like genuinely excited you know but then there's mm -hmm. there's gonna be maybe a, other days that you're just like maybe like a little bit more like chill energy right or maybe you have mm -hmm. a lot of ideas that you do want to you know, going to the office and, and work on, but I, I, I do love the freedom that it gave you because I, I have experienced that myself, right? Like when we were so scared of what being us and, and like you said, it's the, the noise is really, really quiet, right? It's just like very, very low vo volume static because we've been doing it for so long that now it's kind of like the normal. Right. We don't realize that we're doing certain things just to be accepted, just to calm down the fear of, of being rejected. But then little by little, we keep like sacrificing our essence. Right. Or who we are. And, you know, we do it long enough and then we don't even realize. I mean, I have had times in which, OK, where does my true joy come from? And it's, it's you know, if I'm not dependent on anybody accepting it or celebrating it or like feeling like my love is dependent on what I do sometimes it's like I'm I'm not sure you know I, I've been on this program of like I should like make money I should be the, an, a good person I should be this that or whatever that when it comes down to it like okay what is it in my core that I enjoy if every if you know if nobody if I really 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 don't care about what anybody else is going to say yeah then it's like oh you know it it takes some search and I know that from you know clients as well it's like okay if if if, all, if money wasn't the worry if you were really not worried about what's like what's going to happen if it's just following your essence your joy what is that and, yeah and, you know you just kind of get silence mm -hmm. yeah because I was thinking like how do we know when we're doing something through a fear motivation or even just through automatic, not through, through like free will or choice, you know, where it's just like a, through, through our own conditioning, we could say. And I think like, like you said, when we ask ourselves, we could fall short of the answer because we don't normally think that way, mm -hmm. right? Like we're really always being pushed through I want to avoid this type of situation or um, or just this is the way that I've always done things and so that's the way that I'm going to do it and I feel that that's why those moments that challenge us we could look at with so much love 
because that's when we really get to look at it. It's like, okay, wow, this is not working for me. Huh? What's underneath that? Yes. It's like the windows of opportunity. Exactly. Instead of like, oh, no, this happened. It's like, oh, <laughs> there is a possibility there. Yeah. <laughs> like what like what opportunity has opened up for me, right? What opportunity has opened up for me to, to really dig in? Why is this triggering me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's a, that's a good question about like when when do you know which which actions are coming from a place of I mean it is at the end it's fear and love right mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and so like what 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 decisions and I I shared with you uh, the other day the the story that I had heard about this guy that when he was little. Well, I'll tell you first what he was doing when like as an adult. As an adult, he's a very successful. Uh, business person had like, but has to travel a lot, but has a loving family with kids, and she and he loves them very much. But there's part of him that feels really like nervous and guilty about having to leave them for work, even though they're fine, right? They they haven't expressed anything but support for him. But in his head, he's just you know, in order to to make up for the fact that he's not there, he puts on himself this like big pressure to like call them and, you know, like call them at a certain time. And, you know, like if he, for any reason cannot be there for the call, obviously there's guilt, but it's like, there you have it. That, that place, that feeling of guilt is like, Hey, 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 what's that? Why? Where's the guilt? Right. Mm-hmm. And then, when he explored it with the help of a therapist, he realized that it came from when he was a little kid. He did something wrong. He was, you know, with his group of friends and they were playing like a team sport, did something wrong and he got kicked out. And then not only did he get rejected from this group, then when he finally gets to find another group of friends, he ended up finding the group of friends by maybe exaggerating or doing things that were not like completely him but just like to be like right like oh you know like I'm I'm super fun and like whatever it was that, that he did I don't know <laughs> but yeah. from that place he realizes oh like one I can get kicked out at any moment if I don't act right right and two mm-hmm. I have to do extra in order to be like accepted so he didn't, obviously he's, you know, he thinks like he's, he, it's the thing is like, he's wanting to be a good husband, right? And how many times do we have that in our heads, right? I want to be a good employee, a good daughter, a good girlfriend, whatever it is. And then you mm-hmm. end up doing things that you think are going to please whoever. And, you know, you, you end up sacrificing yourself. And I don't know if it has, I mean, it happened to you this time, but yeah, I can see it in my relationships too, you know, like you do. You're like, oh, I'm going to do this because it's really going to, like, please them and make them happy. And next thing you know, they don't even notice or care or, you know, they were busy doing something else. And it's just like, well, you know, like, and you're like, oh, my gosh, I did the sacrifice. And it's like the expectations, right? The expectations mm-hmm. we have of, like, and that's also another thing. If if you're doing something because you think it's going to have a positive result, then there, there's your clue too, right? Yeah. You're not, it's like, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. You're not doing it for the joy of it, right? Like if you, if you were like pumping them up and stuff and like, because you really needed to and you wanted to because that's your energy, 
mm-hmm. it's one thing, right? Then if if they still like, oh, I hate you, then you're like, whatever. I just I'm being me, you know. And yeah. and I and I know you have moments like that with work mm-hmm. when you're like maybe maybe being assertive and maybe you know telling people what to do and you're like I really don't care if they're gonna like me or not I want to work you know I want to be productive that is how I like to work and I'm gonna do it whether or not they like me right yeah I, I know you've been in that space too and it's just like yeah if they do like you awesome and if they don't you're like whatever I wasn't doing it to like get your approval <laughs> I mean actually believe it or not one of the things that has I would say gotten in the way of me being a good leader in the past is like caring too much about being liked and therefore being mousy about like my direction instead of just being direct yeah and being like yeah of course it's not personal and this is something I'm going to put into practice here um you know I've mentioned a few times if people could do certain things which are like requirements by the health department. So it's not like it's my personal preference at all. Uh Um, But my plan today is to go in and say, hey, I've noticed that this is continuing to happen. And every day that I come in and it happens, I'm going to mention it to you guys. And I'm going to stop mentioning it the day that that I stop having to fix it because this is like a requirement by the health department. And it's my job to remind you guys and to make sure that it's being done. So, yeah, that's going to be a big like exercise for me. I mean, it seems like so straightforward to just say that. But <laughs> but, you know, it's hard to to say something to someone. They don't do it. You want to be liked and then <laughs> you have to say it again. And of course, the assumption is that it's going to be annoying for the other person. But but the latter is that I always have to make up for for their lack of attention to detail. Yeah. Yeah, and then if you're doing, like, everything that you can on your side, then, you know, like, you can be good with yourself, you know, type of thing. It's like, you know, I did what I needed to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I've only been, whenever I have let go, you know, because we notice, right? Our feeling tells us, okay, there's something here that you're either not doing or doing because you're, like, want to be accepted, want to be loved. You feel like the love love and acceptance is conditional right so you need to and this is what we learn when we're little right we're like we're born we're babies we're perfect we don't need to do anything to be loved you know love is just being poured on us and then all of a sudden at one point we learn like oh wait no if i'm a bad bad girl i don't get love and if i'm a good girl i do get love right and then obviously this translates in different scenarios and different messages for every all of us uh but uh so many points we, we all did it no matter how amazing your childhood could have been you learned that you know so if you do right you'll get love if you don't then you won't mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know we we go about our lives but yeah the feeling tells us okay there's something here so it's like you said it's whenever we have a person bringing up something like that for us or a situation instead of being like oh what why this again it's like wow okay I see where I need to I need to work where I can clean it out and it's so exciting because it's like I get to clean it out in order to be more in alignment with who I am at the core right we keep hearing we're also unique we're also special but we don't get to experience that 
individually or on each other because we so scared we are so scared of doing the wrong thing not to be accepted so then mm -hmm. we all the, all end up kind of wearing like the same clothes and doing the same thing and like and not really <laughs> expressing our uniqueness because you know the moment that I'm different then oh that's scary right yeah but yeah like we get the feeling we notice where the work is and I can tell you the moments that when it's more more scary you know <laughs> when it, when you're like oh my god I realize where the work is I realize what I need to say like you're doing right now you know like I I, I realize my homework of like being really assertive about you know what I need to tell them at work but yeah whenever I've, I've seen that for myself whether it's like speaking like my honest truth to like a partner or you know, just really going for what I want. And it's really scary. That's when the payoff is the greatest, right? Like yeah. you, you go, you do it. And first of all, the result as, as scary as things can look, I think we're, what we, how we worry about things, you know, it's like, we make it really, really big in our heads. right? Yeah, totally. I was thinking that as I was saying it, like, okay, squash it in your head that it's a big deal that you're going to do that. Just do it. Also. Yeah, and then worst worst case scenario, what you know, like yeah, everybody like hates you, but your boss probably loves you, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, and it's not even again. I'm not even going after the my boss loving me. I'm just going after the practice of not making it a big deal because I think as I keep doing the practice of just saying what's there, what my job is, or whatever, the the big bomb will start reducing and eventually it'll just be natural. Yeah. Because the way of, of just saying what's there without any emotional charge, because why would there be an emotional charge? I'm just telling them to put labels on things and make them face forward. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but believe it or not, like How dare a, she? something that simple has carried on as an emotional charge for me like for a very long time yeah and yeah. I, I get to disengage that emotional charge through the practice of just saying it yeah and and, and also kind of letting go of the result you know of like hey you know what they might do it they might not do it I'm just going to continue to be in my practice of doing my job of reminding them, of putting the labels on, and I'm not going to make it mean anything about what kind of job I'm doing or what kind of person they are. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I love that you're clear about, like, letting go of the result. Because it's, like, it in, it's, it's in your mind, right? In your energy, you're like, I know this is how, what I want to do and how I want to do it. But there's this back and forth of, like, oh, I don't want to be this type of person. I don't want to seem naggy, blah, blah, blah. Like, this, like, internal dialogue. And I right now, as you're speaking, I just can feel how freeing that's just going to be. To be like, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And, it, you know, I'm mm -hmm. letting go of any expectations. I'm do doing it because that's what I, what needs that I feel like I need to do period yeah you know because I think before if I had said something and it didn't and they didn't like listen to me let's just say then I would make it mean something about me like oh they don't respect me yeah you know, or whatever fill in the blank <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah wow yeah so much 
wonderful work ahead, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As we, you know, have these like uncomfortable things come up and, and yeah, just seeing them as beautiful opportunities to, at the end of the day, it's always going back to that like full acceptance of who we are. And then that full acceptance of who we are is letting go of the fear and just trusting, you know, trusting that. And this I, I've always felt, but, of, you know, th we're conditioned to act in a certain way. We're conditioned to be like, be their people pleasers or whatever, protectors, whatever it is, right? We're conditioned that this is where our worth comes from. And I know for, for me, people pleasing has been has been one for sure, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, but it, even I mean, for, for who isn't it? Even people that think that it isn't, it's like you said, you're conditioned when you're a baby that love is conditional and that you have to please people in order to get love. Yes. And we all need love. Love is like equally as important as breathing as drinking water as eating you know it's like one of those things that you need to to live yeah 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 yeah. and that is that is you know the the catch yeah because we need it but the but it's beautiful because we need it we feel like we need to sacrifice who we are in order to to get it It's so entrained and, and it happens so early on that as an adult, we're like, okay, so where, where is my true self and where is the learning that I, that I felt, feel that I need to do in order to be loved and accepted, right? Yeah. I, I have one. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. I'll let you finish. Well, I realized because earlier we were asking, how do we really know if we're doing something, you know, that's really us versus doing something from the fear of not getting the love acceptance or fill in the blank, right? Yeah. And I think we nailed it before when we said, you ask yourself, am I doing this for the joy of doing it? Like, or am I doing it to get some kind of result, which is ultimately out of my control? Yeah. That's the question. And it, asks you, it also asks you to be really present because as you're saying that, I can see how so quickly we're doing actions without thinking right just mm -hmm. like in automatic right like i already you know this is the person who i've like shown to be so this is the person that i will keep showing to be but if you're if we're like if we make the practice of being in the here and the now and realizing where you know like sometimes it's kind of obvious right like maybe if somebody asks you like oh yeah can you come help me move <laughs> And you're like, oh, no, like, I, that's really not what I want to do. But then you end up being like, sure, I'll come for a little, you know, and then you come yeah. for a little and you're just hating it. And it's just like, no, I mean, and I've said this before, that friend that asked you to help them move and you said yes, even though it's out of your joy. And I can also see, you know, when somebody could ask me at the right time where I don't have anything to do and I'm like, actually, you know, it'd be nice to get out of the house and just be do something else you know be yeah. in a different scenario like I can see that but I can also see where I'd be like oh I don't want to be a bad friend you know exactly and I was I'm gonna say you might not even hate it while you're there but what's actually happening is you're creating a secret expectation yeah I'm showing up for them therefore later I want they need to show up for me yeah yeah and I love what you're saying and it's like if If I'm doing it, if I knew that this was not going to have 
Absolutely. No positive result. Do I still want to do it? Mm-hmm. You know, like, I'm not going to get anything in return for, like, in friend-wise, friend points, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, yeah, Like, they might not even be as grateful as you would hope they'd be, you know? Oh, because I, like, I feel like that head, happens most of the time. <laughs> totally. In your head, it's, like, a huge deal. Like, you might even not totally knowing it, but, you know, expect for them to at least buy you a meal or something. Because it's, like, and then, you know, middle of the <laughs> middle of your packing shift, you guys get hungry <laughs> You go out to eat. Um, she says, hey, what, do you, uh, what are you going to get? So you're thinking, of course, she's going to pay for you. <laughs> I'm talking about it like it happened to me. It totally hasn't. But I can, see, <laughs> I can see this happening. You know, you're at the taco shop. You think they're about to pay. And then they say, oh, do you want to pay together? Oh, no, I'll just pay for mine, she says. And then you're like, what? Uh, I just three hours of work. <laughs> <laughs> right not even, you're not even gonna buy me a soda right oh no that and like like i said that that totally happens when we're doing things because we want to we think it's gonna have a result you know it's it's not it i uh i heard this like beautiful video uh teal swan is like the new one that i really like but teal swan she was talking about how What's the word when you're doing things for others? Like, it's not selflessness. Altruistic, right? Altruism. So she's like, altruism is bullshit. She's like, anytime anybody's doing something for someone, they want a result. Either to feel better about themselves or to, you know, actually get recognition or love or whatever. And she goes goes on and on about this. And I was like, I've always kind of like felt that, right? Like, it's at the core, we're very selfish. So even though we're doing things for others, it's because we want to feel good about ourselves or we want something in return, right? But now I see, okay, it's selfishness polluted with altruism to the point that you're doing things because you want a result, but because you're not clear with yourself or honest with yourself, you end up sacrificing a lot of times your time, your, you know, what your energy on doing things to get a specific result that just never happens, right? And you end up feeling incomplete or dissatisfied. And it's like, if you, you know, you because you could be clear with that friend and be like, hey, I could come help you, but whatever, you know, like, would you do this for me next week? Or I could come help you. And it's just like, as soon as I'm saying this to you, I have this like tension going to my into my body <laughs> of like, oh, that's gonna sound like it. I don't even have the word, you know. I'm gonna sound like a like an asshole friend, you know, like like needy or, you know, like. But if if, if be honest, right? If I was like, well, I ca- I can come help you. I can ho- come help you like a couple hours, but would you buy me a meal? Right? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, or yeah, whatever, whatever it is that that we want, you know, like. But so we're not it's used to it. Front exchange, and everybody feels mutually beneficial. Yeah, or like we said, I mean, sometimes you do, you know, you're like, would I be okay doing it if they had no positive result whatsoever? And you know, yeah. be like, yeah, actually, I feel like you know, being active and getting out of the house and. You and know. I love going through people's things. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, some people do, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm a little nosy, so that's going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
but yeah it's yeah that's that's lovely i i love that you know realizing that because i i'm going through through my own journey of of the expectations that it, we've created for ourselves also as conditional love right like it's i'm realizing more and love how more and more how conditional our love for ourselves is mm-hmm. and that is just like I'm like, I need to, I need to, I want, I don't need to, I want to work on that. I, how can I expect anybody to show me unconditional love? And to tell you the truth, I've been lucky enough that I see more than unconditional love from my partners and I see it from myself. And Mm -hmm. that is just like, wow, you know, you almost like get a lesson on like, you get to be you, you know, like in my laziest, my ugliest, my saddest. I, I can still have this like partner that just like looks at me and like loves me and accepts me, right? Yeah. But it's not I, trying to change me, huh? I was just gonna say, I just watched this video where he actually talks about that there is this idea of like, oh, we first need to find the love for ourselves. And that's how we can really love others truly. But he's like, but then you're getting back at the separation of self and everybody else mm. and it's more like how you feel about yourself is the mirror of how of the generality of your conditional love right yeah you don't have unconditional love for yourself even if it seems like you have unconditional love for the other people in your life that's not true it's kind of like yeah. it's the same thing about how um they talk about in the power of now You know, sometimes my mind is having positive thoughts, but the feeling of anger is still in my body and it just doesn't coincide. Like what's happening there? And he says, well, the feeling is telling you what's underneath your so-called positive thinking, you know, it's coming from the subconscious. And so you still have to look at it. Yeah. So we can look at it as mirrors, whether, you know, you're looking at the unconditional love that you have for others or the unconditional love that you have for yourself. There is actually no no division. They're just mirrors. Yeah, I've, I've always had a little bit of um, confusion about that. You know, like I, I hear like, oh, no, you need to. And people are like, no, I need my journey on my own to love myself. And then I can I can, you know get into a relationship right and you hear like people breaking up over that and well I mean because you're the closest to yourself so it's like it would make sense you know to like let's say if you're gonna if you're thinking about cleaning your house yeah I mean how can you clean the room you're not standing in yeah (laughs) you first have to you have you have to start where you're standing right yeah but it's Just also like you said, you live like, in time and space. So it's kind of like that's. But it's also like you said, like I, I what I what I personally experience is that, yeah, like other people cannot help us see where the where the work is. Right. So if I'm just kind of by myself, because I some people get really good about like being on there with themselves by themselves. Right. And mm-hmm. then when they are again out in the world and interacting with people then the problems arise Mm -hmm. so it's like it's it's I can see it both sides and I know and I think it's also maybe like a personal thing I I know that there will be times of 
you know, maybe taking some time for yourself, it's going to be very valuable because also we can use each other just as distraction, right? Like I already saw that I need to work on, on this and that, but instead of working on this and that, I'm going to just like keep blaming you for my unhappiness, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, but yeah, I can, I can see, I can see both the journey to fully loving and accepting ourselves unconditionally is a beautiful one, but a long one because we are breaking away from like decades of conditioning, right? So Mm -hmm. it's like a a daily practice of doing, of doing this. And it's like every moment of every day, you know, sometimes we're going to be very present. Sometimes we're not. And obviously having that love and patience for ourselves as well. But, right. you know, that realizing and yeah, I do. I can see how other people can even help that growth. Just like, you know, the coworker, that coworker mm-hmm. helped you a lot, you know, from not liking you, you know, yeah. that if you just secluded by yourself, like I said, yeah, you. I mean, you can you can do it that way and then come out in the world and then see like, oh, there's still that there. There's still that there. Or you can also just work in progress, you know. Yeah, All the- and I feel like everything's always changing. It's always like a work in progress. Like we mentioned before, the the monk that you heard that they're like, how do you find, you know, like that consistent balance? And he's like, he laughs and says, <laughs> you're always coming out of balance and then finding your balance again. Yeah, is that- that's the same thing with like, yeah, the unconditional love. It's like, you know, we might be getting caught like, the don miguel ruiz says in the the fog you know mm-hmm. and, but just having the awareness of like oops i'm you know i'm getting caught in the fog again and then bringing yourself back yeah that's perfect yeah yeah and, it, and it, uh, it just gets well, better and better right like it's things affect you a little bit less every time you catch it sooner every time like it's just better and better and better you know and then next and thing... again not getting uh hooked into oh but one day i'm i'm never gonna get hooked no because that is just not not having acceptance for what yeah, is it's not being in the not not just doing it for the joy of it from moment to moment it's it's again attaching yourself to a result <laughs> exactly I mean I'm gonna do it because you know I it's important for me and mm-hmm. you know I can I can feel it right away I mean yeah you it's it's that change of attitude right like whoa something something came up I'm excited to work on it yeah there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice. yeah like I could see somebody that you know is very advanced and it's like life has has been pretty steady and then all of a sudden there happened to be in a situation where something sparks them yeah and it's like oh and it's it's like almost exciting (laughs) yeah like I haven't felt this in a while yes how you know it's like a game like oh how am I gonna maneuver through it (laughs) yeah oh no definitely or or you or they totally get hooked and then, you know, they go on the roller coaster ride, spits them out the other side. Oh, wow. I haven't been <laughs> on that ride for a while. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I've experienced those too, you know. <laughs> you're unconscious for like a good while. And then you're like, all of a sudden come out of it. And you're like, whoa, <laughs> that was a ride. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. But yeah, if, if we if we change our perception to it and also, you know, honoring where we are at every moment. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like I I love using the the example of thinking of ourselves as our like little kid, right? This little kid that we want to just like bring up with complete love and acceptance. And it's just celebrating every every aspect of who they are, right? So being that perfect parent, that perfect partner, but for ourselves. Yeah. You know, it's like when, when you, you know, you have a bad hair day. <laughs> you're just like, oh, no, you look ugly. <laughs> you tell yourself that. And you're like, would you take that from a partner? You know, from your boyfriend, from your girlfriend? No. You know, you'd be like, love me. <laughs> yeah, it's more like finding endearment in... Yeah, in those moments of what we consider imperfection. Yeah, and we—I mean, I'm sure you've experienced that with with your loved ones, right? I mean, and it's like uh, from the from the master of love, he uses an example of like, you don't look at your dog and you're like, oh no, I wish your hair was shorter or I wish you were blonde. You know, you just you look at your dog and even if he has like eye boogers and stuff, you still like find him the cutest thing ever. No, your cat. You're like, oh, look at that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and, and yeah, I've, I've experienced that with, with partners too. It's just like, especially, you know, that like honeymoon puppy love, you know, like they cannot do no wrong, you know? It's just like everything's cute, you know? <laughs> yeah. They fart. And I mean, like, oh, you farted. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love, I love how positive you take it, but I think also you know, because you're on kind of like one spectrum of things. If people happen to be on the other spectrum, I think it's not even having to celebrate all all the little imperfections and the, the but just being, uh, I don't know, just like being in, in acceptance of like, yeah, this is my body. I did that, you know? Yeah. I, I messed up or, or uh, I said that a little harshly. Okay. You know, that happened and that, that, like they say, it is what it is. Just not having it. Yeah. Have have a weight. You know what? Lately, and I mean, maybe it's a practice that I've been doing for a while, but lately it's been strong that uh, if I do something that I'm like, I don't, uh, maybe I shouldn't have done that. But then right away I have this feeling, but you did. So it is perfect in that. It did. It was like, there's no changing it. Mm-hmm. so just and then there is this part of me that you know like the book love loving what is and it's just like it is so I love it so I accept it because there's yeah. no changing it so it does you know there I cannot remember specific examples but it's been for little things you know like oh I said that and, that's I feel weird how I said it but you did so it's fine so let it go yeah. you know type of thing or you mentioned something in an in a different episode about rewriting the story right like if we're we're, uh obsessing over the way we said something and we feel so wrong about it well let's take the lesson how would we have wanted it to go instead and play that because then that's teaching you okay whenever i'm in a scenario that's kind of like this which most likely i will be because we love to re re uh relive you know uh the same scenarios then how would I have wanted to go about it? Oh, okay. And then, you know, you 
you can even keep rewriting the story until you feel like amazing about it. Yeah. And then that can actually almost, I don't want to say like cover up what happened, but it, it puts a lid on it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a, and, and it's then like, the lesson was learned too. Definitely. And it's like, okay, I accept it because it happened, right? First step for mm-hmm. sure. Like let go of feeling guilty, shame. That's, that's not going to change it. Doesn't it doesn't Yeah, it doesn't change you. But it's like, what, what can I do, you know, from this place? So that happened, but it obviously brought something out. So I didn't, there's something I didn't like. And it could be one that you're caring what other people think, which it'd be fun to clean, you know? It could mm-hmm. be two that you're just like, I mean, I don't know. Like now that we're talking about this, it's like it goes back to that place of like, I'm caring too much about what people think. Well, another thing is, which uh, in the Mastery of Self, he had us do this exercise of it's really bringing up a past trauma. Yeah. Now, when can you remember that that same feeling coming up for you, like the earliest memory, what happened? And to really go in depth into that story of like, what happened? You know, why am I still carrying this? And is that what really happened then? And And how... And usually because it is coming from the something that happened in our childhood, it's about, you know, giving yourself that unconditional love that you did not receive in that scenario. Yeah. Yeah. And then rewriting that memory, mm-hmm. you know, because then you're like you're you're rewriting the root. I mean, that's what we do in the subconscious reprogrammings, right? We find the the earlier experience where there was a trauma. Mm hmm. We talk about it, we bring it up, we bring up the feelings so we like can look at it because like already having that open up already starts healing it, right? Yeah. And looking at it and like it starts healing and then from that place being like, okay, so what, what would I have liked to happen? And maybe it's the same, same situation, but I react different or maybe it's just a completely different situation or, you know, whatever. But then, yeah, the, I think I do know that there's a lot of power from doing that yeah I didn't think about how would I have wanted it to go in the child one I want to give like a quick story of something that happened yesterday and the and what I connected it to last night uh I was trying to like get close to one of the street cats because it came onto the porch Uh and Drew was inside and so here I was you know giving it food like real focused on it and Drew came outside and I was like hey shh like stop like, because I didn't want to scare the cat, he ends up coming out outside, and I guess he was trying to talk to me. I honestly don't even remember because I was so focused on the cat. Uh-huh. And then he starts moving, and I was like, hey, choose a spot because, you know, the cat's getting scared, and I'm trying to, like, touch the cat here, obviously. Uh-huh. And I didn't even say that with an emotional charge, I didn't think. But then uh-huh. he got, like, upset and then wanted to come in, and it became, like, this whole thing. And emotionally, like, even though he was ready to drop it, I didn't. And then I just distanced myself for the rest of the night. Oh, wow. Um, so this morning when I listened to the Mastery of Self and he says, think about the, the past experience where you felt something similar. And the experience was that my mom, you know, we had just moved to the U.S. Our nanny used to do my hair really beautifully. And so my mom was trying to do my hair. Um, and she just was not getting it right. And I was in missing the nanny 
And so I was trying to tell my mom, no, mom, like, do it tighter, you know? Like, I was trying to get her to do it (laughs) how she did it. And I was getting frustrated because I was missing my nanny and I wasn't getting the result. My mom was getting frustrated because I was being extremely demanding and she wasn't, you know, I was making her feel wrong for it. And so she was just like, you know what? Like, I'm over this. Do it yourself. Yeah. And so I felt really alone. It's like, great. I pushed away my mom. My my nanny's not here and my hair's not even done. And I mean, I'm sure whatever job my mom was going to do was better than anything I could do right now. <laughs> so I think, and I, and I felt very powerless in that moment. And that, I feel like that's how I felt last night. Like um... I felt really confused and powerless. I'm like, I don't understand. Like I want to be close to the cat and I was just communicating to stop moving. Like, why did you get upset? Why did you want to leave? Like, like, I don't think I'm asking too much to just want to be close to the cat when obviously I'm obsessed with cats, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think if I could have rewritten the scenario of with my mom is I would have just seen the love that my mom had for me in doing my hair and the best job that she could possibly do. And even if I was trying to communicate, hey, can you do it tighter? Doing it from a place not of like frustration and anger at her, but just from like, hey, we're working together. Okay, you know, that's what you did. That's nice. Thank you for <laughs> thank you for your effort. <laughs> but of course, I was a seven year old girl and <laughs> didn't have those skills. But if I if I could have just been there, imagine what a beautiful moment of bonding with my mom because she yeah yeah right she put the effort of like trying to do the best job she could to do my hair yeah but I mean honestly I'm really grateful for that for how it actually went down and I wouldn't rewrite it because that was the moment that sparked me getting creative with doing hair (laughs) which is something that I have gotten a lot of joy out of yeah nice yeah, and who knows what will come out of, you know, this scenario with Drew, maybe <laughs> something wonderful, too. I mean, it, you, always, right? Like, it's just teaching you about yourself, about your partner. I mean, that's another thing, you know, we, we learn from each other so much. And even from uh, be, this these times in which there's those little, like, tension moments, you're like, okay, now, now I just learned something more about you, right? And it's like, we don't necessarily, we don't want to touch each other's wounds, right? <laughs> we don't want to make each other hurt, especially when we I mean, someone. usually. <laughs> Sometimes we do. <laughs> when, when we, when we were, when we have like done substantial work ourselves. Yeah, I, okay. I feel like, you know, we realize there's no point in like hurting each other, right? Because mm-hmm. We hurt, hurt ourselves. Like, we're, we're all connected. Like, negativity is never going to produce positivity, right? Like, hate's never going to produce love. So, like, the more, and it's just about the work of being present, right? But it's like, in that, especially, I think, in those situations in which we really did not mean to. I mean, who knows what got moved for him, right? Yeah. That he got offended or, you know, bothered by that. It's yeah. Like, yeah. Again, it's like what we're we're in my early stages. Did I get shush or you know like made mm. feel like to, that I needed to be quiet or that I couldn't be myself or yeah. But it's exactly. 
it's it's you know like now i've said it i've said it before but it's just like yeah it's like you're gardening it's like your mind's your garden right and now that we have we started like getting the right tools to make it beautiful it can just be an exciting process right like people that love gardening you know they love that you know things grow and they get to like go in again and like cut little things and get it with the ground and you know it's it's a process but they enjoy it Mm-hmm. same thing with with our mother. and eventually the season ends and all the plants die and you have to pull them and you have to plant new ones yeah yeah and sometimes it looks beautiful and sometimes not so beautiful <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um so i have to wrap it up here perfect well thank you so much for sharing yeah you want to add anything else like about resonance repatterning or brain reprogramming yeah, I mean, the, we've been talking about it, about how the things that we're experiencing that we don't enjoy at this moment are coming from earlier conditionings that we have. And I love that we talked about the tools that there is to work on ourselves because it's like a daily practice. And I would not discourage anybody from doing the daily practice. It's very important. But I know that you can agree that the resonance repatterning sessions, it's kind of like the cheat codes for that, right? Like, it's just like you supercharge your powers. Yeah, totally. we're, we're talking about the tools, like the gardening tools. It's just having the right tools for the for the job is mm-hmm. so powerful, right? Like, let's not try to cut a tree with a steak knife, right? Let's get right. something better. And yeah. I do feel that the resonance repatterning sessions are like your chainsaw for that tree so mm. you know and I'm, I'm not saying our daily practice is a steak knife but you know somewhere in between so I love that that, that there, this work exists and you know if anybody's experienced my sessions they know that it's they're doing their work and I'm just their like tool of progress right so if anybody wants to hear more about the sessions they can go to my website at www.upgradeyourlife.today. Or they can go to my Instagram and message me. And that is reprogram your subconscious. Cool. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> well, have a wonderful day. Thank you. You too. <laughs> Bye. Bye.